welcome to Night of the Living Geeks. If you geek out over it, we've got a podcast for it. Traveling through time and space, it's the podcast of timey-wimey proportions. Podcastica. Now, here's John and Taylor. Thank you, Irving, and hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 100 of Podcastica here on NOTLG.com. We are going to recap series 10 or season 10 or whatever you would like to call the 10th part of <laughs> Doctor Who. <laughs> my name is John, and joining me, as always, is my good friend Taylor. Taylor, uh, happy 100, sir. Happy 100 indeed. Holy moly. I can't believe we're here. Yeah, it's um this is it's insane. I every time I think about it I go, "Wow, we've done 100 right? of these." It's crazy. Seriously. And and you know, I think we ought to give a quick shout out to Ernesto who started this with you. I was not your original yeah. co. Yeah. Me and Ernesto. So uh, uh, let's just go back in time. I mean, seems appropriate. <laughs> yes. And we started Yakety Cast, which is uh, Ernesto and I's podcast. We uh, we started doing that, and I think this was around the time that uh, either it was the end of Matt Smith or the beginning of Capaldi. I can't remember, but we would spend about twenty to twenty five minutes of each Yakety Cast talking about Doctor Who, and it got to the point where we said, you know what, let's just do. We should just do a Doctor Who podcast, and I think we started with Capaldi, like live yeah. with Capaldi, mm-hmm. um, which would be also be a great late night show. Yes, uh, live with Capaldi, and I feel like you came in. Oh, you're gonna have to refresh my memory here because I feel Robot. like Ro- go Ro- ahead, Robots of Sherwood. Really? Yeah, that was yeah, the first was. one. That was the first one that I was on, and even then it was guest. It was like Ernesto was busy that week, and you were like, Taylor, can you can you fill in? I'm like, hell yeah. Yes, so I, so you filled in on that, and then I remember uh, Ernesto and I had a talk to where he said, you know what, why doesn't Taylor co-host every other week? And mm-hmm. then it just became, you know what, why don't you and Taylor just co-host, or, you know, do the show yourselves? And uh, here we are. A hundred episodes later, and uh, yeah, this is this is this is something. I feel yeah. I feel like uh, every almost every show that NOTLG kind of started with has hit a hundred episodes. Yakety Cast just hit it. We just hit it. Tornado Tag just hit theirs. Um, Bampow TV hit theirs a while ago. Mm-hmm. And I also girls interrupting has has hit their 100 for a little while now as well. So uh, if you're just listening to us and you want to listen to a huge back catalog of other stuff, uh, notlg.com. There you go. So we got we got a lot of who news. Oh, I think this might be the most who news we've ever had. This is gonna this is gonna break my fingers putting it all in the show notes tomorrow. <laughs> so. Uh, Taylor, why don't you go ahead? Why don't you? All right. Um, well, remember, it's been a couple of weeks since we recorded last. And, and in that time, we have had um, a lot of Who News. We've had San Diego Comic-Con happen. Yes. Uh, there's been just all sorts of stuff. And there's probably been a little bit of stuff that I haven't even remembered to put in here. So uh, if we miss something and you're like, dude, you don't cover the news very well. Suck it. We're doing our best. Um, <laughs> first off, Georgia Moffat is returning to play the doctor's daughter in a series of big Finnish stories. Perfect. Very excited about that. As as yeah. we've always, we've championed a big finish here. Uh, good stuff. They know what they're doing. People go, hey, I want that. And they go, sure, let's try and get you that. And then they get us that and we go, hey, good job. Pretty much. <laughs> it's basically what happens. Pretty much. So yeah, that's so great. Is it just going to be, well, I would assume it's just, it's going to be her and her own adventures. That's my understanding. Yeah. Perfect. That's uh, great. And yeah, that's going to be really cool. You know, we'll see, 
we'll see where those adventures go if it's going to be just you know one season or if it if it gets a really good response and maybe they'll spin it into more yeah that'd be great yeah uh and speaking of you know the, the publishing of all great things doctor who uh it looks like penguin random house uh books has inked a deal to publish all doctor who related books for not only season 11 but season 12 so it's Fiction, nonfiction, everything in between. They've got the deal on lockdown. Now, for me, and maybe for you, I think the most mm-hmm. surprising thing about this is uh, Penguin and Random House are a uh, a joint publication now? They're, they're a thing now. They've, <laughs> they've been seeing each other for a while. When did that happen? The gossip. I don't know. Uh, for for those of you that... Work in bookstores. Yes, for for those of you that don't know, Taylor and I used to work in a bookstore together, and uh, yeah, uh, this is shocking. I have to uh, ask my sources when and why this happened. My well, source being Mike Bookseller. <laughs> pretty much, yeah, Mike. Um, you know, if it's, I'll be honest, you know, I work in the semiconductor industry. If it's anything like that industry, the bigger ones will gobble up the smaller ones, and now all looking to homogenization. Now, did they just put Penguin be, uh, because it's alphabetical order, or did Penguin buy out Random House? I see that. I I don't know. I mean, I really I think it comes down to like marketing people when they decide whose name goes first. Probably. Uh, you know, like when a couple gets married and they decide to hyphenate their last name. It's like, okay, who goes first? Is there an etiquette to that? I don't know. No idea. Not a clue. All right. Well, <laughs> either way. Uh, good on Doctor Who, all Doctor Who related books for season 11 and 12. And 12, yeah. Perfect. Yeah, Spoiler so alert. <laughs> right? Uh, oh, boy. So, apparently the the classic Doctor Who panel at um, San Diego Comic-Con included Peter Davison, Colin Baker, and Sophie Aldred. Had no idea. Yeah, I I randomly saw this. I think the day before the the panel actually happened, mm-hmm. and I was very I was like, wait, r- really? That's great. I didn't yeah. know that we were getting a classic coup panel. I yeah, that's right. And and you know, they're they're Brit Box is kind of funding that reconstruction of uh, Wheel in Space that we talked about last. Ah, episode. yes, yes. You know, but but in. All of that, you know, they had a panel, obviously, you know, topic of Jodie Whittaker comes up and um, it it appears as though and, and my source for this is BBC.com um, appears, though, Peter Davison, Colin Baker kind of butted heads a little bit over the casting of Jodie Whittaker. Now, this has kind of since exploded um, all over Twitter, all over the tabloids. Um, and I, I think really people kind of overreacted to it a little bit uh, but the backlash has actually been so much that um peter davison has like you know what twitter's no fun anymore i'm out guys and that's just not cool bro yeah i feel like i i i kind of didn't really dive into this but i heard it was it was it sounded like a huge misunderstanding i i think so as well i quite honestly because it seems as though if anybody, you know, let alone a previous doctor shows any sort of like, you know, well, I wasn't keen on the idea at one point, you know, right. The the internet just assumes that, Oh, you're just a chauvinist pig. And yes, you know, how dare you and everything. And I I really, from, from what I've read, I, I didn't want to dive too deep into it. I've been, I've just been steering away from just any negativity uh, around Whitaker's casting, um, you know, r- right to the point of, you know, our own promotion of the uh, shirt we designed. Ah, uh, yes. I, I, I would see, I would see, oh, hey, so and so's commented, and it's like, okay, look, really, if you can't say something nice, just saw it off. Like, really, <laughs> I just like, I just need to turn off notifications for this. This is people, people, y'all suck. But thanks for, listening. we if love you for that. We we love our <laughs> listeners. Um, that's right <laughs> we love we love people that go to notlg.spreadshirt.com and buy the new design the uh the future of time and space is female go check it out purchase it wear it anyway and and honestly 
If you don't love it, if you're not behind it, that's fine. Don't buy it. We won't make you. No one is making you purchase anything. No. We'd love it if you do. And if you have, because I know people have. So thank you for that. Yes, thank you very much. Um, but getting back to this, I, yeah, I, I really, you know, I just, I think, I think people definitely overreacted to, uh, <clears throat> Peter Davison's comments and, 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 and unfortunately it's, it's, it's driven a great, a great actor away from, you know, what is normally a pretty darn good platform to, to interact with people of this caliber. Yes. Um, and, and that, that really is a bummer. So I'm I'm hoping that after some time, after things have cooled down, I mean maybe he'll come back, but we we shall see. Indeed. Yeah. We shall. Um speaking of Jodie Whittaker though. This is great. This I this makes me very happy. It turns out that she will she will be paid the same as Peter Capaldi was, and that's awesome. That's amazing. I saw that and went, excellent. The doctor yes. shall be paid the same. Yeah. No, I think that's fantastic. Great. And I, and I, I mean, I would like to say that, you know, the BBC just saw the, the same caliber of actor and just was like, well, obviously we're going to pay you the same rather than, oh boy, we've just put a female in this role. And if we don't pay her the same, you know, heads will roll. Um, I'm hoping it's the former rather than the latter, but who knows? Yes, I agree. But uh, yeah. it, you know, it, either way, they did the right thing. For sure. For sure. And, oh, hey, speaking hey. of all this great stuff, we, we got a trailer for the Christmas special. Yes, and we it's did. Epic. And it's called Twice Upon a Time. Yes, not The Doctors. Not, right. <laughs> I like this title better, honestly. I do as well, yes. Uh, turns out Mark Gatiss has a role in it, and apparently so does Toby Whithouse. Yes, they showed a still of Toby Whithouse. Yes. And I loved <laughs> I like, it. Oh, yeah, look at that. Uh, and Pearl Mackie is back, so yeah. Yes, and uh, of course she's going to be like, "Hey, remember that thing I said to you? Now regenerate into a woman, so John Pingle can be right." <laughs> I really, I really hope that's the exact line. I will take a victory lap, dude. Many. You would take biggest victory lap. I would. It would, it be, would be a multi-state victory lap. Oh yeah, it'd be. It would basically be my version of when Forrest Gump ran across country. But you drive, right? Yes. Okay, good. Yes. Good. <laughs> I but, know I wouldn't have that energy. <laughs> the trailer was great. I absolutely loved it. I'm very excited. Just, oof, it looks so good. I'm I'm very, 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 very excited. I I have a feeling uh, Mark Gaddis is going to play uh, the father of someone. I, uh, yeah, I... Mm. I, I looking at it, that's totally the vibe that I get just on looks. And I'm yeah. like, you're you're either part of the Lethbridge clan or part of the Stewart clan. Yes. Uh, we shall see. I'm I, I think I'm secretly hoping not. I'm like, let's not let's not run down that particular avenue of canon. I'm not sure I'm I'm ready to tackle that. Um I, I, I love that, you know, obviously we get some some of the first doctor uh, you know, actual stories kind of recreated. I mean, we saw a uh, you know, a, a glimpse of of Polly. Yes. Of of you know, I say Annika Wills, but obviously it would it will be a different actress. Yeah. At this place playing her. Um. So that's I mean that's cool and that's exciting. I don't know how much of a you know how much of them we will see, but that's still cool. Um. And and yeah. Yeah, it just looks that, so. It looks so good. I'm very excited. Is it, is it Christmas yet? And I say that not just because it's still like in the 80s outside. Right now. <laughs> very true. It is very, very weather. Hot. Cool weather. Um, speaking of Pearl, sadly she has indeed confirmed that she is leaving Doctor Who. Yeah, uh, she she confirmed it at the the panel at Comic Con. Yeah. But I mean, I kind of feel most of us. I mean kind of figured that out well yeah but it was one of those things where you know nothing had been firmly right. set stone so now obviously we we do have that set in stone and of course michelle gomez is like well yeah i i'd love to you know come back if they can you know find a reason and a and a way <laughs> i think seeing Ugh. you know that is like, well, who wouldn't who wouldn't want to right right 
Well, you we, know, we know the master will be back. There's absolutely no way. Course. The master in one way, shape, or form yes. will be back. There's no doubt about that. Uh, and so amazingly, lastly, uh, in terms of who knows this time around, there's a new book coming out on August 21st, uh, which is, interestingly enough, first day of school for all the kids here in the household, but also the big solar eclipse day, but also... <laughs> It's a August lot of also's. There is a whole lot of also's. August 21st was actually, and I don't remember the year. I could probably look it up really quickly, but August 21st was actually the the first uh, date that Doctor Who was shown anywhere in America. Oh. So that is, that is you know, the vast reason right. why the authors are releasing this book called Red, White, and Who, the Story of Doctor Who in America. Um. And as somebody who, you know, grew up watching Doctor Who on PBS and, you know, far before it was popular in America. Yeah. Um, I, I'm really interested to kind of see this book and uh, uh, read it and, and get more of the history of, of how how this great show yeah. came to these stores. Um, so obviously I will have a link to that in the show notes and I, and I really strongly encourage everyone to, to check it out. And if you're in a position to buy a copy, support it. Um, because it literally will be a link to, you know, the book on the publishing company's website. So if, if they see that support, I think that's great. Do you know if this is one author or if it's a bunch of authors, it look kind of, I'm looking at the website right now and I see one, two, three, four, five, six names. Okay. There you go. I wasn't sure. I did the notes for uh, Who News a few days ago, and it's kind of been busy between uh, work and my car and house stuff. And so, yeah, I there you go. Six authors. Maybe we should uh, see if we can get one of them on to uh, oh. talk about the book. That would be great. That would be fun. That, I I will I will see about doing some research on that end. Perfect. And at least hopefully they're not in England. Oh, that would be great. That would be amazing. Of an easier time difference. Yeah, that would be just, I mean, I would be so happy. I I would too. <laughs> well, I mean, I, but if if it was, if it was in the morning, then you'd you'd get to come and see the uh the new studio. Oh, that's right. Which we didn't really mention, and I guess this is a segue. Uh I like your segues. <laughs> so and I didn't even ask, how, I asked how you were, but we didn't really, uh, we're kind of doing this backwards. We're kind of winging it this week, everybody. Uh, just a bit, you know, hey, let's uh, let's take the uh, script for 99 episodes worth of podcast and throw it out the window for number 100. Because I told you, oh, I have a great story, and then I didn't tell it. <laughs> that, oh, that's right. So, uh, recently moved, yes, last week, or two weeks ago, did episode 99 from my closet, my new closet. We are... That's we are currently in the the studio, uh, aka the new garage. Um, if it sounds a little echoey, I apologize, but we're still trying to figure out how to soundproof this garage a little bit. But we've added some more stuff in it, so the sound is probably somewhat deaded. I don't know how to say that, but there deaded. you go. Deaded, deadened. Dead there you end. go. Dead it's end. like dead end, folks, but it's one word. Correct. Yeah. So. In in the two weeks time that we have been um, in between episode ninety nine and one hundred, uh, my sister Christine and my brother in law Chris have uh, I can proudly say started watching Doctor Who. Yay! Um, they have finished season one and they have started season two, and I just received two text messages. Um, werewolf be crazy, <laughs> and okay, one more school reunion. So they are, oh, um, okay. they're plowing through it. They're in Tenet right now. My sister, uh, got a big kick out of Tenet quoting the Lion King. Oh, yes. Um, yeah, they're in it. They're in it. They're asking questions. It's, it's cool. It's, uh, just very happy. I actually live watched it when they were watching the finale of of season one um when uh eccleson turns into tenet i wa i watched that remotely they were at 
uh, their house. I was at mine, and I just was like, I'll sync it up and watch it. So, awesome. yeah, um, they're really enjoying it. My sister really liked Eccleson. She thought he was funny. Um, and she also thinks Tenet is great so far. And, yeah, um, yeah, just uh, very excited that they're watching it. I might have, um, I might do some side episodes with them. I'm not sure That'd yet. Be fun. We'll see. We shall see. So that was my, those were my stories. Do you, yeah, <laughs> <excellent>. <laughs> um, did you have, I feel like, uh, you did a lot of car work today. Um, I, I did, I did a lot of car work, uh, this weekend. Um, I had, oh God help me. I, <laughs> for 13 months and nearly, oh God, what nearly 13,000 miles of owning Jeez. my car now oh yeah joy when you got to commute from livermore to san jose Fair. Uh, my alternator belt has squealed when it's cold right when you first start it up yeah you get that squealy belt thing and and i find it, it with all due respect to anybody who's got one who's doing it right now i i find it kind of embarrassing and kind of trashy i don't know why but <laughs> i like i'm always i'm always self-conscious um, triply so when I'm leaving a car meet and it's like, all right, see you guys squeal. Oh God. <laughs> so I've had the belt for a while. I'm like, okay, it's time to do it. And then I got sidetracked with some other projects that had to happen first. And now I'm like, okay, I'm going to do it. So I get out and I get underneath it yesterday and I, and it's grimy as hell down there. So, um, you know, I'm making a mess of myself and I, I get, everything loosened and I get the belt off and then I go, wait a second. I've, I can't just take this off. I've got two other belts and the fan in the way. Oh no. Well, crap. And so I take a pause and I start messaging one of my friends who is incredibly knowledgeable, uh, about, uh, uh, Z cars of this generation. And, uh, I start looking at some, some resources and doing some research, just, standing there in the garage doing it real quickly. And they're like, okay, yeah, no, I've, I've got to take so much apart just to get to this one belt. And I'm like, crap. Ugh. So I just start doing it. And I'm like, Look, <laughs> I've already got the belt off. You know, I, I've, I've got everything loosened down here. I'm like, the only way out now is through. So yeah, I, I got to a point about lunchtime yesterday. It was starting to get hot. You know, I was a little dehydrated and I'm like, okay, I, I have to stop at this point. I was trying to get the the belt for the power steering pump loosened enough to get it off and it just, it wasn't going. And I'm like, what the heck am I missing? I'm like, okay, I need to stop. I need to do some research. And at that point, luckily, my friend whose brain I had been picking was like, look, I'm down in Sunnyvale right now, house, house sitting. Like, I'll come by tomorrow morning and we can knock this out. And I'm like, dude, you'd be an absolute godsend. Oh, that's great. So he came by about nine this morning and we had everything done and buttoned up before 12. Wow. I, I not, not only do I now have a brand new alternator belt, I went ahead and just said, okay, let's just do the belt for the air conditioner. Let's just do the belt for the power steering. While we're here, we might as well replace all three. Uh, Yeah. And, and I got a free throttle cable adjustment out of the deal too. So he's like, Oh wow, this is really slack here. Let me just fix this for you while I'm here. <laughs> okay, great. I won't tell you that. So yeah, so that's, you know, I'll be able to drive it to work t- tomorrow. No problem. We started it up. Nothing squealed. It was amazing. That's great. Oh, that's yeah. Good. It, it was a very good feeling. I'm like, yay. <laughs> Hooray. After all this time. So yeah, that's Excellent. That, yeah. So, Episode 100. 100. So we decided instead of reviewing an episode, um, we would just talk about uh, Series 10 and our thoughts on Series 10. And yeah. Some time away from it. Yeah, we've had a, a little time to mull it over. We've we've had Capaldi's last appearance at a San Diego Comic-Con. Yeah. Um, the same for Moffat. Well, probably not for Moffat. He probably has some other stuff that he would show up there for anyway. <laughs> and here we are. We are preparing ourselves for the Christmas special. And I guess, I mean, the first question is, Taylor, what did you think? What did you think of this season? Just looking back on it right now, because I know 
how much we loved Series Nine, and yep, it's going to come up. And we we were during the pilot, and I, I think even during Smile and Thin Ice, we were like, "Oh boy, it's happening again." Mm-hmm. And uh, I just want to know. I don't want you to compare it to Season Nine yet. I just want <laughs> to know how you feel about series 10. I'm just going to switch between series and season. Apparently we'll just, we'll, we'll hit every way you can describe it. Yeah, I know. Um, thanks. Thanks England. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, honestly, I, I looking back, I, I still love season 10. I love, uh, where they went. I love what they did with it. Um, you know, I, I love the I love the level to which there were classic Who references. Yes. I mean, that, that's just a big thing for me because that's all the stuff that I grew up with. Um, you know, I I still feel like like Smile was a, a bit of an early stumble. I don't think it was quite as good. Yeah. Uh, as it could have been. I mean, I like the idea. Again, I like the idea of where they wanted to go with it. Um. I, I think maybe it it suffered from still kind of being that hey you know hey here's our initial like voyage somewhere and we're still kind of getting to know each other and so there was a lot of that yes and then again you get kind of like this this kind of rapid wrap up yeah uh, toward the the latter part but it's I, I still don't look at it and go oh my gosh you know this is you know love and monsters level bad <laughs> yes. Uh, this isn't kill the moon level bad. No. Um, you know, so when I, when I look at all this, I kind of have to try and keep it in perspective. Um, I love, I love the social commentary they were tackling. I love, you know, the fact that, um, you know, that, 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 that bill was pretty much just normal. Yeah. Not mystically amazing about her. I mean, obviously we, we kind of get the tear thing, at the end. Yes. And that was a nice twist because it was so subtle through yeah. the whole season that it went over all of our heads. Mm-hmm. Absolutely all of our heads. I hadn't heard one person go, oh, yeah, I totally saw that. Yes. And if anybody does say that, you're full of it. I can't believe you for a second. <laughs> um, you know, the writing was really solid. Um, the acting was super solid. And... I, I think that season 10 on the whole would have been, I don't know, just, just bonkers epic had they done the Monk trilogy differently. Uh, what do you mean by that? Tell, elaborate. I elaborate. What? You want me to talk more on a podcast? <laughs> what do you make me do, man? I, looking back at those episodes, they, I feel like, I feel like the potential is really there. I feel yeah. like they really could have set up something, you know, a, a real proper big bad uh, uh, for this season. They could have introduced a, a really uh, interesting new foe uh, into the mythology of, of, of Doctor Who. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think, I think what really you have is, how do I put it? I mean, you've got kind of, three very different stories that I don't think do the monks themselves a service. Okay. Uh, No, that makes sense. I think there was so much setup. Oh my God, here are these monks and they're spooky and you know, they make everything look like you're reading 1984 and you know, cause they do. Um, and everybody lounges around the house in their jumpsuits. Um, but it's like all it really seemed to end up serving was like, you know, mostly Bill's storyline because, you know, she then sets into motion these things where once she figures out that the doctor is, is showing all this hubris and is like, Oh, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. Can't say anything, but I'm fine, but I can't say anything, you know, where then she sets out, you know, this, um, series of events and then it all gets wrapped up real quick and boom, off we go. It it just, it was so encapsulated. There's no bleed over. You know, we, we get this inclination that, that Missy's dealt with them 
but we, we get nothing yeah. more about that. I, I don't know if they were trying to do too much because it was also in these episodes that, oh, hey, it's Missy that's in the vault. Um, yes. There just was too much going on and they thought, hey, wouldn't it be great if we couch it in this but didn't realize that people would want more of what you're couching it in because it was kind of sold to us. It's like, oh my God, here's this big trilogy, trilogy of episodes. You'd think Peter Jackson was directing them. No. Um, but yeah, after, you know, after getting through most of the season, you know, we were trying to get Amber and Kobe caught up and that's kind of just dawdled off on its own. Um, now, <laughs> <laughs> There's still episodes sitting on the DVR. I don't know if we're going to get to them or not. Oh, boy. Uh, yeah. Um, but, you know, rewatching uh, Pyramid at the End of the World. And I'm like, this episode really, it didn't hold up for me. You know, there's naturally things I like about it, but it was rewatching it after getting down to the end of the season. And it's kind of like, yeah, they missed the mark with the monks. Personal opinion. I mean, I, I looking, just looking at the synopsis here of, you know, the three parter. Yeah. It almost could have been a two parter. I feel yeah. like, I feel like I there, there was some stuff you could have gotten rid of, but I mean, I, yeah, I don't, they did kind of fall flat a little bit. I feel like the monks did. Yeah. Well, and I feel like, I feel like their own, <sighs> what their own consistency um uh 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 fell apart at times yeah you know oh they're everywhere and they're everything oh there's only 12 of them yes wait what you know um there's stuff that just kind of came across contradictory it's like you set up rules for them and then then the very next episode you break them a little bit yeah and and i don't know if maybe just all those writers needed to have you know, sat down and just kind of like hammered things out a little more thoroughly between them all, you know, but what, I mean, what's done is done. I mean, it's, it's a, it's a, a, a low middle to an otherwise really high season. And that's not to say that again, it's not to say that those episodes are, you know, bad. Yeah. They're not bad, but I mean, like, yeah, there's some good stuff in, in all three of those episodes, it's just oh, yeah. not the full episodes. Yeah, no, and and it, like if I had to look at the three of them and and say, okay, this one is is say the strongest, I'd probably say it's extremist. You know, where we've got yes, you know, it, it's more of a mystery. Yeah, you know, oh here's Vatican, oh here's this text, here's you know all the stuff that's going on, and then the twist of being in the simulation. Yeah, you know that was good. That was really good. Where it went from there kind of stumbled a bit. And with this extremist, we get the um, the whole execution scene at the beginning. So we kind of figure out that's right. the whole part with uh, with Missy, and then he refuses to to execute her. Yeah, 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 um, exactly. So that episode was full of a lot of stuff. And I actually, uh, I really liked in Pyramid at the End of the World. I I enjoyed um, Erica, the lab worker. I thought she oh, was great. Yes, yes. And I loved absolutely. the scenes between her and the doctor. And those, yeah, that was just good stuff. I mean, yeah, each episode in that trilogy had its ups and it also had its downs. I feel like we got rid of the, the monks way too easily. Yeah. It, I yeah, mean, it w- don't get me wrong. I enjoyed the reasoning behind it. Mm-hmm. Um, like how, how Bill, you know, she was going to sacrifice herself, but then... Um, she thinks of her mom, which is a memory that the monks can't take away from her or they can't, what is it like? Um, they can't manipulate. Yeah. They can't manipulate it. And I mean, that's cool. You know, overload the system with hope. I'm fine with that. Sure. I feel like just finding out that there was 12 of them was a little like, Oh, really? Yeah. It, it, it almost seemed kind of unnecessary. I don't know. <laughs> um, I, I'm, I'm just looking through all the episodes here. And yeah, there's a lot of solid stuff. I thought Knock Knock was pretty solid. I I, th- I thought it was fairly solid. I mean, 
you know, it was it was a nice little creep fest. Yes. Um, you know, there. I remember we talked about you know, there's some very obvious horror tropes that they paid homage to, which yeah. is totally fine. I mean, horror is that kind of genre that you know to really do something utterly brand new and unique is is rare. So you know, homage happens a lot, and that's okay. Um, you know, I think I, I think the only part of that that I didn't really i feel like i'm suddenly like the naysayer on the episode here i think the, the only <laughs> part that, that didn't work really well for me was when everybody was suddenly reconstituted clothes and all and it's just like oh magically they're back yes you know everybody lives rose every <laughs> yes exactly. so i don't think i mean i think just the people that were recently eaten by bugs yeah lived rose that's right <laughs> yeah <laughs> not not literally everyone that house consumed came back. And and you know what? I'm okay with that. I, I, granted, there were plenty of people who were like, well, okay, if those guys came back, why didn't everybody else come back? Well, the other people had 20 years, 40 years, 60 years, however long, to really kind of become literally part of the house. You don't, Man, just, imagine, you don't just extract that data, basically. Yeah. Imagine if they had come back. I I remember us talking about that. I think that would have been fun, actually. It It would have been it would have been bonkers and it there would have been we agreed there there would have been a great scene of the doctor taking all these people back to their original time. Oh period. yes. Okay, I do or recall. Or he would have been like, "Well, welcome to the 21st century. Yeah. See you guys later. Here these children will help you." Yes. Um I'm trying to think what do you think was the strongest episode of the season? Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. Um you know, I I still probably just more for my own personal reasons. I still absolutely love Thin Ice. Um, would I necessarily say it was the best? I I really I think the pilot. Yeah, the pilot is. I, I think mean, the pilot still comes out and just just inches it out by ever so slightly. I mean, I think like my my number one, number two would probably be you know the pilot and Thin Ice, and then probably followed by the finale well yeah you know um i i would i would actually say the pilot is is probably the strongest episode for me at least i actually also uh really liked oxygen oxygen was very well done i thought yes yes, that was a fantastic episode uh despite me going like oh he's blind now i don't understand what's happening uh but no i now that you have hindsight yes i thoroughly Uh enjoyed it yeah, oxygen was very good. I absolutely agree. And I'm trying to think of. Uh, I, I actually enjoy. I enjoyed the Eaters of Light. Uh, I didn't. I wouldn't. You know, put it up there with like a top ten or anything. But I. I enjoyed it. I thought it was cool. Mm-hmm. No, I liked. I liked it as well. It was. Um, uh, it was a neat concept. It was well done. You know. Um, again, I think. I think like you, it's not something that would necessarily. Um, you know, hit like an all-time favorite list, but yeah. it was in, enjoyable, and I certainly wouldn't kick it out of bed. I mean, everything was pretty solid. I mean, even the you know the 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 low. I wouldn't even. I don't even want to call the trilogy the lows. Just a dip. Let's call it even the dip in the middle. Uh, was was still decent. Yeah, I thought. No, it absolutely was. Now yeah. I want. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, no, no. You're fine. Okay. Go ahead. I want to talk about the two-parter. I want to talk about the finale. Yeah. Because I feel after we watched World Enough in Time, um, we were very upset. <laughs> yes. Uh, super upset. Yes. And after I uh, calmed down a little bit and watched it and then, you know, watched the Doctor's, Doctor Falls, I I absolutely love both of those episodes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they are amazing, and I think the doctors, Doctor Falls. I keep trying to say doctors. I don't know because I uh, apparently I really hope the Christmas episode was called the Doctors. Apparently, just the most unoriginal title. <laughs> just put an S at the end. There's two of sure. them. Sure. No, I thought the Doctor Falls was uh, fantastic. It was just so good. It was near perfection for a Doctor Who episode. Yeah. And yeah, just I don't know, Moffat, why you do these things. <laughs> and just the re- 
the reveal of the master and i feel like you know there was some stuff they could have done a little better like if we had not known the cybermen were a part of it could it should have been one or the other either the yep. master we knew the master was coming back but we didn't know about the cybermen or we knew about the cybermen and we didn't know about the master it should have been one or the other we shouldn't have been told about both no i i absolutely agree and and frankly i don't think that has anything to do with the writing or the acting. I think that has everything to do with the marketing. Yes. And, you know, people who leak stuff. And because you know. let me tell you, if either one of those had been kept a secret and I had been watching World Enough in Time and I had either found out that the Razor was the master or that Bill was like one of the first Cybermen, I would have declared this one of the best episodes of all time. Exactly. And in fact, I I would almost love to find somebody who just isn't aware of all that stuff. And I would, you know I would love to show them these episodes and, and just see what that reaction is. So here's here's the thing. We're going to get that because as soon as when my sister catches up. Oh, <laughs> she's not going to listen to this, I, but um, I'm at least I hope she doesn't. Because she asked me when our episodes start, like where do okay. like when do our you know when do we regularly? And I said we started with Capaldi. Yeah. So. Yeah. Okay. So we'll okay. we'll hopefully get that reaction out of her. She's she's been very reactionary so far. She just asked me oh. if, if Sarah Jane was an old companion, and I said yes. Aww. She tra- she yeah. traveled with the third and fourth doctor, and she was like, "Oh, that's awesome." So uh, it's it's good stuff. I'm I'm thoroughly nice. enjoying this. Oh, that's awesome. Um, yes, anyway, well, by all means, <laughs> tell her not to listen to these episodes before she sees. No, I I'll tell her episodes. as soon as she gets to Capaldi. Um, and actually, I might even have her listen to some of the because we've done some of the other episodes. You know, yes, we've done oh, some yes. some tenant episodes. Yeah, God Complex, Satan Pit, you mm-hmm. know, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. In fact, we no, it was Tooth and Claw. We did. We haven't done School Reunion yet. Oh, we did do Tooth and Claw. So I should tell her to listen to that. Yes, absolutely. Anyway, (laughs) Warrior Monks, my guilty pleasure. What can I say? Um, uh, yeah, no, I absolutely agree. If if I had gone into that finale, I'll be honest, knowing neither was going to happen. I would quite literally, and I don't care if I have to edit this, I would have lost my shit. <laughs> I would I would have I would have been on the floor screaming. I would have as well. Like just in amazement. Now I probably would have been as shocked as um when that giant sphere opened up and all the Daleks came out. <laughs> yes. Which was <laughs> just that is one of the one time is I wish I had a camera on me because my reaction to that was I only react to wrestling that way. <laughs> I lost my mind. Oh my God. Because there's like, Oh no, Daleks and Cybermen. Yes. What's the doctor going to do? <laughs> but no, I mean the, uh, the doctor falls. Uh, it was so great. And just the, we get the rap with Heather and it's like, that was see if they had hit us with that. I mean, the way I was hit with that was like, Oh my God, I, are you serious? Yeah. And I loved it. I was like, Oh, this is great. That would have been my, like a one, two punch with world world enough in time. If we had gotten a little surprise there. Ugh. I mean, Bill being, don't get me, get, get me wrong. Bill being, uh, becoming a Cyberman was, uh, was a pretty big surprise, but, yeah. And I guess we should talk about Bill. Okay. I mean, we talked about Bill a little bit. Um I mean, we we got the reveal of Bill in the little that little 2-minute teaser. I think they actually call it, they have a name for it. Friend from the Future. Okay. You know, when they're running around the corridor with the Daleks. Mm-hmm. Yes. And it's just like you can already you in that 2 minutes, I was 100% on board with bill in that moment i went yes this is going to be awesome i'm Mm -hmm. very excited for this and i think 
throughout, I mean, the pilot was great and just her reactions to stuff. I think you and I both had concerns that she'd be asking too many questions, which in real life yes. is never actually a bad thing. So I don't right. know why, but I she just, she was just great. She's just fantastic. I just loved her throughout this, this season. Yeah. And I'm glad she's going to be in the finale as well. I just, I don't know. I just really enjoyed seeing the world of Doctor Who through a new companion who wasn't like an impossible girl or, you know, something else. No, I, I get it. I, and I, and I absolutely agree to have, to have a character who is just human. Yeah. does a normal job and you know yes is inquisitive and yes is bright and and um you know is instantly more relatable to the average viewer um than say clara than say um you know maybe amy and rory um you know i i really i think that is fantastic it has been an absolute breath of fresh air in this show um and yeah i i just i i've been absolutely delighted with pearl mackie's spin as bill i'm i am yes i am sad that we are not getting more of her i i would love um i'd love to see more of that yeah. i who knows i mean give it five years maybe we will get uh, uh, Peter Capaldi and Pearl Mackey in doing some other stories for Big Finish, and oh I will my be goodness, all over that. Like, yes, right oh, that would know? be so great. It would be brilliant. And um, there, there are little gaps. I mean, they can, they'll make it happen. Oh yeah, definitely. So you know, the Doctor Bill, and uh, I guess we should uh, touch upon Nardole a little bit. Um, yeah. I feel like Nardle was a little all over the place sometimes, especially with Bill. Yes. I feel like we would get um, hints of friendship. Like, we got it a lot. I believe that was in The Lie of the Land, mm -hmm. where they kind of palled around a little bit. And I feel like that actually yeah. also happened in um, Extremis as well, where they're trying to figure out... when That's when they figure out about the hologram. Right. And they're hanging out yes. together. But then there yes, are some is. points in episodes before that where he's kind of mean to her. Mm -hmm. And he's just, I I don't know. I, I just couldn't get a feel. He was kind of all over the place. And not to say that I didn't love Nardole. I absolutely loved him. I feel like that's a nitpicky thing. But that's one thing that I noticed throughout the series is he was either like, hey, let's all pal around, or he's like, hey, it's just me and the doctor, not you, Bill. Yeah, I, you know, I, I will be entirely honest. Uh, Nardole really grew on me over the season. I was kind of like, really? We're, we're bringing him on for a few episodes? Oh, wait, no, we're bringing him on for most of the episodes? Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. Um, but it, it, he, I really enjoyed his character. Um, but yes, he, he would kind of run this kind of hot and cold. And there was just frankly, a lot of kind of weird, you know, mystery about him. I, it's kind of like, Oh, he's been reassembled, but seems totally fleshy. Oh, oh wait, no, a bolt just fell on the floor. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know? And then it's like, Oh yeah, no, be careful. Nardole. I, I, I got your, I got your lungs secondhand or whatever it was. Yeah. Um, and then comments about, oh yeah, no, I, I, I was blue, I was blue once, and it's like, okay, wait, is, is, I, there's, they were, they were all just almost these kind of throwaway lines that you know you're not sure if they're supposed to have yeah, depth bigger to meaning. Them, yeah. Are they, are they a clue to something, you know? And and so there was that, and and yeah, I mean, I think, I, I mean, I, I definitely think with the earlier episodes, you know, Nardle is kind of you know, tasked with, you know, helping keep the doctor uh, uh, focused on, you know, Missy and the vaults and, and all of that. And so when someone comes in and it's like, oh, hey, wait a second, you're upsetting this equilibrium that we've had. Yeah. You know, you're, you're going to run a little cold against them. But 
I, I, I'm assuming at some point Nardle just realizes, okay, look, the vault is still a thing. Yes, we have to take care of that. But obviously there's only <laughs> there's only controlling the doctor so much. Yeah, he's going to do what he wants. He's going to do what he wants. I'm now thrown into these situations. I kind of have to roll with it too. I also, I mean, we don't, and I feel like when we recapped Series 9, we talked about this. Do we count the return of Dr. Mysterio as a part of Season 10? Um, I know that if you look at Wiki, like episode, yeah, if you look at like Wikipedia or something, episode numbers, the Christmas special is, you know, lumped as part of the next season. Yeah. So it's like season 10, episode zero, basically. Yeah. I, in my head, I always think of it as belonging to the previous Mm -hmm. season. Yeah, because it usually wraps up the... I mean, if there's anything left, it kind of wraps it up. Right. Like, okay, you look at this coming Christmas special. Yeah. Right? Would that make sense as technically being season 11, episode zero? No, not at all. No, you have a regeneration at the end of it. It makes sense for that to wrap Capaldi, not open Whitaker, right? Yes. So that's that that's my support for my own headcanon of why the Christmas specials are the end of a season, not the beginning of one. Perfect. So there. <laughs> um I mean Peter Capaldi, always great. I mean, I don't think we really need to elaborate too much. No. Um honestly. Just the man's a, f- a genius yes. and he's looking forward to being able to swear again. <laughs> I read that somewhere and I'm like, yes. Um just I never I feel like every episode he he just killed it. I just loved him in every episode. Yeah. Um just a great great doctor and he did a great job in uh The Doctor Falls. He did, in the two-parter, wow. I think he did a it, it, he had some epic speeches in or monologues in The Doctor Falls that were just like so so good. He had like definitely it, it almost feels like he had seven of them. <laughs> And they were all great, but I'm I'm sure I'm exaggerating the number of it. But my goodness, but that's what it feels like. I get it. Yeah, I totally get it. And and that's you know, let's everybody gets focused on monologues, and they you know, I feel like that's become like a thing, uh, in in New Who. But let's let's not get through this without paying at least a little bit of uh, honor to just some of the witty banter. <laughs> yes, that this man is capable of. And and just he and Nardo slide. had great witty banter. Oh my god, did they ever? Just um, good stuff. Oh yes, and and what was that one thing that he was doing this season? And and it was like, um, like kind of the same way that like like Tennant or Smith would work their way through their own thinking in their head, right? But but the way that Capaldi's doing it is it's is it's he's not like. It's like he's starting to talk himself down, but then he goes, wait, no, you know, suave, yeah. dashing, kind of sexy, you know, <laughs> you know, it, talking himself up like that. And it's just like, OK, I don't know where this is coming from, but I, I love it. This is great. Yes. You know, but that's not to say, like, go back to series eight. I still like the shuddy up, 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 you know, <laughs> stuff, you know, yes. where you get a little bit this, this more Malcolm Tucker influence. Yeah, uh, doctor, this this kind of harsher doctor. Um, you know, I, I love them both. Yes, I uh, he just everything. Man, uh, well, all right. Where do, where do you where do you rank Capaldi? I mean, Capaldi's oh. at the end here. Where do where do we rank him? I'm just putting it out there. See now, now I feel like you, you're asking, you, I feel like you're asking me to rank all the doctors now. No, 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 no. I can't do that. <laughs> okay, how about do we want to put a pin in that and come back to it? I'm not not. I'm saying we'll put a pin in it for a couple of months, and then when we figure, well, not a couple of months. Let's just say right now. Okay, whatever episode 101 is going to be, because uh, I haven't even gotten that far down in our notes. 102. Let's dance around the idea of maybe ranking having a ranking episode classic and new yeah okay i mean we'll we'll figure it out we'll figure it out all right i feel i feel like between us we've watched enough episodes of 
each doctor so far. I mean, thanks to you, thanks to this, I've definitely seen, you know, a lot more first and second doctor than I'd ever seen before. So, okay, fair. <laughs> okay, there you go. We, we will, we will have, you know, my, my indulgence episode next and then we will, oh boy, we will, I'm going to have to mix some drinks for that one. <laughs> oh boy. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. So, wow. This, I just derailed this episode. You completely. I'm very this, sorry. This train has tumbled down a ravine. It is on fire and. Uh, helicopters are inbound. I don't know what to say. <laughs> okay, let me bring it back. Okay, so I asked you where where do you rank Capaldi, but I guess let's let's um, ask the other question because as we said, we are very high on season nine. I believe we all, and by we all, I mean you and I, say it's the best uh, start to finish season of Doctor Who since the reboot. Uh, does, yeah. does that still stand for you? boy you know i'm i'm the jury in my head is still out um and here's why because nine really and truly i will say with the hiccup that was sleep no more (laughs) more consistently good overall than season 10 because in my mind season 10 had the hiccup of smile yeah and then the dip in the road that was, eh, let's say, Pyramid at the End of the World and The Lie of the Land. Extremis, I still think, was actually the better of all three. Right. So we've got a season where one episode had a hiccup as opposed to a season where we had one hiccup and one dip. Mm-hmm. I mean, technically, if I'm basing it just on that, just on that, I have to say nine has the edge over ten, but... The stuff that was tackled, the 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 topics, um, you know, the characterization, um, uh, the interaction between characters, the the classic Who references uh, that you get in season ten, I think, brings that up um, because there were enough enjoyable things, even in the episodes that weren't great, right that it kind of balances it out. And so I'm going to be a complete uh, wuss and say they're kind of neck and neck in my head. All right. I will be the opposite of that and say series nine was still better. Okay. Fair. I loved season 10. I thought it was, I thought it was very good. Um, I, like I said, uh, the, the new elements of Nardole and Bill, uh, I thought were fantastic. Um, I thought the finale, the two-part finale was great after, you know, yeah. calming down. <laughs> um, I mean, we didn't even... I thought the Empress of Mars was interesting. I, I thought it was pretty good. I liked that one as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, I don't know. I kind, and I And I don't even know. I'm looking at season nine, and apparently I really love two-parters. <laughs> <laughs> I don't yeah. know what it's what it is, but you, everything in that, except for "Sleep No More," was a two-parter. I mean, I technically the "Face the Raven" for me, who, um, I know, I know, was amazing, and it was also I kind of count that as part of Heaven Sent because it bleeds into it. I don't know what what's with me and like if it can. T- if the story continues from one to another, that means That's it's part right. of the previous story. Yes, you and oxygen. Yeah, three and a half. Uh, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but I mean, Heaven Sent is just good. Good lord, I know. And then Hell can, Hell Bent is like this man who has nothing left to lose. Who mm-hmm. all he needed was a six shooter and a ten gallon hat. And some spurs. Yes. And no, that episode in many ways is a Western. And I don't know if you know this. I am a sucker for a Western. I, I did not know that actually. I love a good Western. Like if you haven't seen Logan, Logan is a total Western. Uh huh. Oh my goodness. And I've heard this new planet of the apes is a very like Clint Eastwoody Western vibe to it. And I'm like, Oh boy, I needs to see. (laughs) So for me, and I love Clara, we all know that. So I mean, like, can't really, 
Can't really get around that. And I mean, the hu- husbands of River Song. It was a great send off for her. It was. So Definitely. for me, I'm going to say Series 9 is still better, but Series 10, no. a close a close second. No, I, I absolutely agree. I, maybe maybe we can do this and we can say that take Season 9 and 10 together and those have been the two best seasons of New Who since we've returned. Well, New Who since we've returned. It's redundant. Sorry. I will agree with that for now and <laughs> I will probably agree with that for later. Uh I just, uh, I got to protect my doctor. I got to protect Matt Smith here. I got to. I understand. I know. Got to go back and that might be some spoilers for our ranking of the doctors. (laughs) Trust me. I think I've made it pretty clear my feelings of my favorite too, but I will, I will do my best to be as objective as possible when we get to episode one or two. Okay. So, I mean, this has been our our recap. I don't. Do you have anything anything left to say about se- season ten? No, other than I loved it. And is it Christmas yet? Yes, is it Christmas yet? We got a lot of gap to fill in between there, but um, and we will. We Ooh, will. Hey, so yeah. t- so Taylor, uh, what are we watching next time? All right. So next time we are going to watch an episode that I previously said. Hey. And I think I probably said it at Gallifrey. Maybe. I don't remember now. But at one point I said it. That we were going to watch the third Doctor story, The Curse of Peladon, in which we get... Oh, no, I, I, I said it back when we got the um, background Empress of Mars, when we got the uh, the Alpha Centauri uh, yes, reference. Yes, yes. We, 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 we get our little one-eyed friend. Um, so this this will be an Ice Warrior story. This will be... Um, you know, some early seventies John Pertwee goodness, um, or some goodness gracious, depending on your your perspective. <laughs> um, I know not everybody loves this story, but it was it's it for me. It's one of those that you know I remember seeing a few times on PBS, and uh, you know having having met the ambassador from Alpha Centauri at Gallifrey One last year. I'm like, you know what. We need to just do this story. So, the curse <laughs> of Peladon. All right. I'm ready. I'm ready to tackle this. I feel like uh, now, uh, didn't you and I make a spreadsheet, a Google spreadsheet somewhere of how many stories each of the doctors we've done? Uh, we do have a running spreadsheet that I need to do a little bit of updating on. Okay. Um, the actual tally. Uh, needs a serious updating because that was something that was done by hand and not formula. So I could have sworn we had a Google spreadsheet of that. Uh, it, it was it was something you added to the spreadsheet I started. Okay. Um, so if I if I've got time this week at work, I'll I'll go through and I'll redo the math. Well, I mean, you don't have to if you could send it to me um, because I can't find it. Oh, sure. And then I, I'll I'll. Um, figure out when we last updated it and go through it then because i was gonna say i feel like we haven't really watched a lot of john pertwee um it's been a while since we've watched one of his well there you go it's about time it's about about. time it's always about time it's dr who (laughs) so this has been our recap i hope you all enjoyed it our 100th episode extravaganza our 100th episode um, I feel like we didn't really talk about any of our past 100 episodes. I feel like for, at least for me, I feel like um, the special guests we've had. Yes. Uh, Paul Cornell. Sophie Aldred. Sophie Aldred. It was just um, very awesome. And uh, I mean, we woke up super early to do both of those and they were 100% worth it both times. Oh, yeah. They were both Absolutely. fantastic individuals and people. And they will both be at Gallifrey this year, and I'm so so excited. Very, very excited about that. Um, um, what else? Doug and Smash. Doug, Doug and Smash. The D- Doug and Smash. And the Doug and Scale. The Doug and Scale, um, always great. Yes. Um, um, I don't know. Our our patron saint, basically. He is our patron know? saint. That needs to be the new shirt. We need someone oh, to design. God, some sort of like you know, I, fresco mosaic kind of 
if they oh, a stained glass. <laughs> yeah a stained a stained glass version of him punching a door or punching a person <laughs> or uh, something uh, 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 uh. would just be amazing that would be that would be brilliant that'd be so good Doug and the patron saint of Budcastica. yes that would be such an obscure shirt i've got a feeling we'd be the only ones who buy one we would but that's okay yeah that's fine i'd be fine with it uh i still need to get our ribbon done our Doug and smash ribbon yeah we got um i mean we have 200 days <laughs> oh god is that all that's left i i i might have looked it up i might have looked it up wow okay Gonna start adding some stuff to the to do list here. Yep, got a lot uh, to do. Lordy be alrighty. And, but right now, we're gonna read off some plugs here. Oh, we should. So you Plug. can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Just search the Podcastica. You can follow me on Twitter at JP Thrice, and you can follow Taylor on Twitter at Apex Buddha. Uh, subscribe to us on iTunes and Stitcher. Please just search Podcastica, look for the Gallifrey in writing, and rate and review us as well. Those really help us out with um, whatever Apple does with those. So yeah, you should do that. Uh, it gets us. What is it? It gets us something. It, it, it gets us noticed. There you go. It gets us noticed, and we would like to be noticed. I mean, I think that's what everybody wants. They just want to be noticed sometimes. Sure. Yeah, why not? Uh, also, subscribe to us on SoundCloud for the time being, soundcloud.com slash the N-O-T-L-G, and head on over to notlg.spreadshirt.com. Buy one of our Podcastica shirts. Buy one of our uh, The Future of Time and Space is female shirts. Wear them and argue with idiots. Um <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to the Y-Axes. They have been doing our music for, I want to say, all 100 episodes. They are basically the official band of NOTLG. They are awesome. They are good people, and they make good music. Uh, follow them on Twitter, at the Y-Axes. Like their Facebook page, facebook.com slash the Y-Axes. Check them out on Bandcamp, the Y-Axes.bandcamp.com, and they're also on Spotify. So join us again in two weeks yep. as we review The Curse of Peladon. And um, thank you for listening to us for 100 episodes. Or thank you for listening to us for one episode <laughs> or whatever. Um, this has been fun and we're going to keep doing it because it's fun and we love Doctor Who. Heck yeah. And yeah, we will uh, talk to you guys in two weeks. See ya. See ya. It's been busy before. Uh, Artist landing. Hold on. Did you hear? Um, did you hear a ding as well, or no? Uh, no, but I did hear what sounded like uh, uh, um, uh, rappers to something being crinkled. This has been a Night of the Living Geeks production. For more information and content, visit NLTLG.com.